everyone, welcome to another extra episode of Arenda Talks in the Star Trek series. Today we will talk about Star Trek techno bubbles with my good friend Mark. So guys, welcome back Mark, my good friend. Hi Mark! Hello, I'm glad to be back, you can't imagine why. <laughs> 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 yeah, we just talked about your holiday and it was very uh, boring, you said. How many times did you say boring? Six days. It was a nice trip to uh, places where I never was gone before, but uh, it was not exactly what I expected to be. So I'm very happy to be here. This is my place. This is where I like to be. Good. Well... We're going to have uh, gonna talk about Star Trek techno bubbles today. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you start off? Techno bubbles is a term uh, when people start to uh, not understand what what uh, Star Trek characters are saying. So if you see someone tech talking about uh, the warp coils are very. Uh, are very uh, overriding or over overheating, and we need to uh, we need to relieve the pressure on the conduits so uh, so the reactor can work properly. Did you understand something? <laughs> uh, a little bit. <laughs> a little, okay, you, you I know you understand, but everyone else does that doesn't understand what Star Trek is. And many people who understand uh, can't understand what I said because it's very it's a very interesting thing about Star Trek fans. Many of them like like Star Trek. Many of them love Star Trek. But if you ask how does uh, a warp core works, what how does warp speed works, they mm-hmm. will not. Do you not try to to understand or I'll try to explain? And there are some 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 sweet details about that so that trackers can you can see some trackers talking about uh, techno bubble all day because science in Star Trek is beautiful, it's well structured, and we are we can divide this into parts. You can see you can uh, talk about the part that of the science that exists like astrophysics and, and um, Einstein laws etc etc relativity and many other things about science that really are really are happening now right now and the, the part of science that is imaginary like the dilithium crystals for instance you can you know that is important for warp drive, but you don't know why, and you don't know what are dilithium crystals. You don't understand what they are, the less how they work. Yeah, I know. I see where you're going. And I think it's also, you're right in that, that a lot of trackies and trackers do love Star Trek for multiple things, but if you are if they are not into the science they will not understand for example and that's what i love uh, that's what i was thinking about when i um uh talking about the techno bubbles i always t- uh, 
take Jordi LaForge as an example because he got the best techno bubbles ever in Star Trek. Of course, we got Scotty, but Jordi LaForge, he could ramble a whole page of techno bubbles just to explain Picard uh, what he's going to do. Jordi LaForge, he, he, he impersonated the, the engineer. I, I, I was glad that he assumed the engineering at the second and, and third third season. It was wonderful to have someone who really loved that that role. If we are going to um, see of all the engineer head uh, engineering we have in Star Trek, do you think there are a lot of difference between them in like techno bubbles or the engineering what they do? I think the actors uh, had a very bad time taking to to understand and memorize those lines because they those those lines are precise to the story and they needed to tell them precisely so that was not easy for them I I remember uh, in the uh, X-Files series you we had uh, Donna Scully that was a doctor and she tried to explain many things in, in, in Dr. Bubble, like, like I said. And then after, the, after some time in an interview, she said, I, I simply don't understand anything I said. Well, for, for us, for, for a friend like us, uh, that assumption is, is shocking. You are there because you, you trust the, the, the character there. You trust someone we, we see representing the, talk, talking about the truth. And that person doesn't understand what, he's saying, what she or he say. I trust that Georgie LaFord studied a lot to understand what, she, what he was saying. And that was very impressive too. I, I believe we had other engineers in there. I, I don't believe that Scotty was so good in what he was saying. Uh, we have also um, Connor Trinier making trip. He was a very good engineer too. We have uh, Belana Torres, excellent uh, engineer, despite she learned that in a very bad way. <laughs> like a maquis, etc., etc. So don't worry if you have a, 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 a dark background, you can have a bright future if you you make good use of your knowledge. Yeah, is there something you like to say about uh, the different techno bubbles that has been used in Star Trek? In Star Trek, we, we don't see many difference in between the techno bubbles because the science in Star Trek is almost the same, especially the, the warp, warp technology and uh, the other things we see, not only propulsion, we, we see weapons, we see uh, other equipments, we see even the subspace technology communication. It's, it's impressive. I studied that a long time. And uh, <laughs> I studied for so long. And I, my conclusion is, it does not exist. It does not work that way, because we, we don't have other, 
other layers in our universe. We have other dimensions uh, distributed like uh, like layers, but uh, simply space. So you can communicate faster than light in in sub sub layers of our own space. It was it was not confirmed, not not discovery discovered yet. But it works quite nicely in, in Star Trek. So you see, uh, every time you see something uh, techno-bubble in Star Trek, they are mostly all connected. The, the phaser, for instance, uh, many people see uh, they someone pull the trigger and a ray goes out from the gun and cause the desired effect on the, on the target, but many many few people know that uh, that that weapon is uh, emanating uh, nadian particles pulse. I don't know who uh, declared that. I don't know who invented that concept, but it's quite it's quite logical. If you see, if you can control uh, the emission of particles from something, and that particles have different effects in in the target, you can you can create a very a very a whole weapon technology based on that. So that's what techno bubbles means. From from people who are listening, uh, some people understand, some people don't, but the people who created them. They they had some logic about that. They studied something to create that, and I I think that fascinating. Yeah, I was also wondering um, how could the writers write this techno bubble for, for example, Jodie LaForge. And uh, I was wondering, do you think they are make it a study of to uh, know those things like in scientifically way? One thing I know that the uh, writers, the most serious of them, all they make some research. And Ginny Rodenberry had a Bible about uh, how to write for Star Trek. And that I, I believe that be, that Bible uh, evolved, especially uh, about the techno bubble. I had no confirmation of that, but this, uh, this is a logical conclusion. It's a necessity for writers. And and when you see how the job was done, you see they made it very carefully. They wanted that to work. And for me, it worked nicely. Um, do you think that, because I definitely had that uh, impression when they did a um, interview with Paul Stamets and the actress that played Judge Reno, that they have been more doing research for the role in Star Trek, but also like they could understand in a way where they're talking about? Sci-fi writers, they can... Um they can grab a rope and not fall from it. And they found that rope, Mr. Stamets, and that uh, uh, 
mycology, mycologic, mycologic science. And there is a very, very specialized man about that, so Mr. Paul Stamets, who happens to, to exist. And his name was took to uh, USS Discovery Engineering Chief Officer. So uh, I, I believe they grabbed that hope, that 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 line of thinking, and fight it to integrate that in Star Trek Discovery. So, uh, do you want more research than that? They 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 got a science, a real scientist inside his his writing so uh, it was a very very nice homage to the real science people well we see of course a lot of uh science projects and things that technology made in star trek um i can remember and documentary i have to look it up how what it's called but there was a documentary that they uh, try all the uh, scientific technology what was in Star Trek they were trying to make that and it was very interesting to see um, how they did it and how they actually did it because well some of the things of course you can't do yet but there are some things that are like the cloaking device. They are pretty uh, aware how it really actually works. Um, do you think in how far uh, we are seeing the techno advanced in Star Trek in how much that will be in real life? Well, the most important technology I want to see uh, in real life is the capability of transform energy in matter and vice versa. That is the, the technology that will save this world. Okay. The other ones we can see uh, pumping out uh, as we see the, the decades coming on. We see computers, we see uh, communicators from Star Trek, liter literally uh, in our lives. I, I'm using one of them to talk to you. So we can see more technology. Uh, now they are trying to, to, to do that. They are trying to make it real. But what I don't like is some people uh, uh, call a 3D uh, conversation, uh, uh, 3D simulation ambient, and call that teleport. It's not true. Some people uh, make a um, 3D printer that instead of plastic uses uh, food components and call that a uh, uh, food, food replicator. It's not true. Uh, we are still have a lot of dreams to fulfill until that happens, like just like Star Trek. But the first them, first of them, the, the most first of them is the ability to transform matter in energy and energy in matter. So uh, until we don't understand how to do that, and remember me, uh, when we learn how to do that, 
everything will lose its price. Everything will become free. You know, and only your reputation can be used to acquire more or less uh, from 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 your needs. You understand? So this is one one thing of techno bubbles that I love to. We can name our way to the future, name our tools to the future. We can name our technologies to the future, and many names are there to be used by by actors, techno bubbling again, uh, uh, techno bubbling away. But this is what I call uh, the future steps for our dreams. Um, do you think that? Um... Because that's just came into mind to me. Um, we hear, for example, uh, Jordi Lafort's bubble, uh, techno bubble, a lot, but Data had it in a way too. And it was oh, not yeah. all. <laughs> I think that that was one of the things we love about Data. Are you? will uh, recognize him up, uh, with it because he always babbling everything too but especially when he has to explain something uh, how something word or whatever data was always in one way the master of techno bubbles just existence of data is a techno bubble itself if you can see you can say i have a friend that he is not human he's a um artificial life form. Okay, you just said uh, a techno bubble. Okay? You can you can describe data as a techno bubble. He's a, a, a very impersonated techno bubble of all. He has you can be his friend, you can be um, uh, you can help him, you can be helped by him. He can save your life, you can save his life. Okay? And uh, he is still a techno bubble. So uh, we have Georgi LaForce to be best friend for data. It's quite logical. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> if we just take a little detour of talking about Star Trek uh, techno bubbles, we also mm -hmm. have, of course, people from NASA, um, for example, mm -hmm. Elon Musk, uh, who are very into the space traveling do you think there is a difference between for example uh the nasa techno bubble and star trek techno bubbles well nasa nasa is uh, compared to star trek is so primitive and uh, by the other way the primitive nasa can do it's so expensive. The materials they need to, to, to synthesize, to make their ships work, is so, so expensive. You need that technology to literally uh, hit, a, uh, hit a stone and, and make the stone uh, and make the stone bleed, you know? They, they, they do those kinds of miracles with science and that science needs precision and that precision needs study 
And that study needs very, very, very lots, lots, lots of science. Star Trek science is the same thing, but it's like NASA was doing that for 400 years now. You know, you, you, you get things like NASA does today and you can uh, put all this time in it. And the space exploration brings us new materials, new sciences, new understanding of, of uh, astrophysics and things like that. And only then you have science compared to Star Trek today. I believe the imagination of that created science in Star Trek calculated very nice, very optimistically uh, that will be that good in only uh, three or four hundred years. So, uh, as everybody says about Star Trek, it's an optimistic uh, view of the future. Um, do you have a favorite Star Trek engineer for his uh, Techno Bubbles? Oh, Techno Bubbles, let me see. We have Jordi. We have the, 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 the favorite for, of, of me and you is Jordi. Um, <laughs> we, we, I, I, I don't like the way Bill and Atouris solve things. I, I don't. I don't like uh, the couple that works in, in Discovery. <laughs> they are very, very uh, dramatic in their words. Uh, the Stamets and that other engineer that fixed things with with uh, uh, bubble Generally, gum. No. I, I that's I, I don't consider that technology. Okay, <laughs> uh, I I. Well, I, I would not like to work with people like them. Um, let me see another one. Uh, we got, yeah. Yeah. for example, yeah. Miles O'Brien. No... I, I, I like Rutherford. Okay. <laughs> Rutherford, he's, he, he has a, a half a brain as a, a Vulcan implant, so... He have good tools to work, so and he's very <laughs> always very serious about that. So I like him too. Okay, okay. Um, I'm also wondering, do you use techno bubble in your daily life? Oh yes, I use my I use techno bubble in my daily life. But uh, I avoid to do that because that um, amplifies the feeling that I am talking alone. You know, uh, my wife doesn't understand <laughs> things like I can say, especially because she's Russian and I, I talk in, in Portuguese to her and, and sometimes I talk in Russian and even so she doesn't understand. So uh, techno... techno Techno bubble happens not only in Star Trek, not only in, in, in any other show, but in your life too. You see, I am a system analyst. Okay, I, I worked for with computer for thirty years in the in Brazilian Air Force. So uh, it's it's very uh, hard to me not to talk about technical things. 
but when i when you do that with someone who doesn't understand you need to do you need to take you need to tell them everything again explaining every detail so um i avoid to do that yeah talking about air force um and this is a little bit off the record guys sorry but um i just saw the movie uh, top gun maverick yep you already have seen it yep what's your opinion about that well my opinion about that is well it's a very very good movie and uh, you can you can uh, have many careers in your life you can have many um, people who know how to fly to fly a plane you may know them but uh, i i don't believe you will know someone like Maverick. No. <laughs> okay. That that guy was a superhero and his talent was to fly a plane. And you can see many people doing that, uh, flying a plane in, in real life. But I, I know each one of you that's hearing me now, n almost no one of you knows anyone who pilots an airplane that good that's yeah. where the that's where the dream stops and reality starts but i and, love the film yeah wonderful film i must confess i thought it would be more well i was surprised that it was get that good because <laughs> i thought they couldn't top it off with the first movie and especially after 30 years yeah so you know they hold it uh, the premiere of that movie for two years because pandemics was a problem and then uh, streaming was a problem uh, many things that could uh, jeopardize the success of this movie they hold it that movie because it's good mm. okay they knew what they had in, in hands and they waited to launch it in the very right time that is now. So I'm happy to the results. I love the story. And I hope they keep doing things like this with that precision and with that love for, for movies. So uh, I, I like when they put uh, real actors in real airplanes and the suffering phase they are doing are not acting. That that was really happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's what I was thinking, uh, and yeah. when all when all they uh, they do those things, I was thinking, okay, that's why I'm asking you because you probably know, uh, and I have experienced uh, in a way what they experience. Mm -hmm. So um, that's why I ask it, of course. But well, go to a roller coaster, a big one. And you know what they are feeling for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Go and see that. Well, I do think if we are still talking about techno bubbles, um, mm -hmm. do you think there are a lot occurring techno bubbles in this movie? You mean you mean the the, the Top Gun? Movie. Top Gun. Oh no, uh, they they didn't want it to. Uh, break the story 
making you making you think. Okay, this is not a sci-fi story. This is not a scientific based story. They wanted to you. They wanted you to understand Maverick's mind. So you see uh, how many things he needed to face. Uh, uh, mourning for his long, long, long uh, late friend, and trying to understand his son. Okay, and, and trying to face a new, a new, uh, a new challenge in his career. And another friend of him that that he lost right now, the friend who saved his career all the time. So what happening in that mind was the center of the movie not any technology not anything but they had to deal with the enemy and the enemy had this kind of weapon this kind of weapon this kind of airplane uh, all more advanced than than the americans uh, do you see that in any movie no, no, really? no. Always in the American movies, the Americans are the more advanced, the more, uh, the more capable, and you know. So now they needed to uh, understand something and go ahead with a mission with inferior equipment, but superior minds. That's the difference. You know, mm. there's a there's some something happens when uh, the first MiG Russian. MiG, the, the jet was deserted and flying to America. They took that, that 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 jet and opened it. That oh, now I want to. We want to know all the secrets from the, the Russian engineering. And they opened the the aircraft and they studied that and they discovered, oh, this is a very normal airplane. We do that the same things. Then why those? Then why those airplanes are so more powerful than ours? The secret was the mind inside those airplanes. You know, the pilots, the training, the passion, the patriotism. So we saw this in this movie. I like it that I like this because you your passion can pull you away. You know, and can push you ahead. Okay, on of any situation. So, uh, if we are going back to the techno bubble uh, where we're talking about in Star Trek, mm -hmm. is there something you'd like to add or tell? Well, I can say, I hope, I sincerely hope that the best techno bubble of Star Trek to be put in real. I, I mentioned that before. I want mankind to learn how to transform matter in energy and energy in matter. Okay? Why? Because if you learn how to do that, you find a way to end all the trash in the world. You can create new medicines from 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 energy just having the molecular formula that is not you, you will not need big factories and big pollution to create something that is good to mankind you have that technology that can save the the world the planet the mankind and all the societies 
what I what I have to say about techno bubble. Please make that techno bubble to be real. That's my gift to the world to save it. Well, Mark, thank you very much for this lovely conversation. And well, it thank is you for inviting me. It is something very different than we normally talk about, but I thought you might like it. Of course I like it. It's part of Star Trek. I knew. So, yeah. Well, thank you very much again. And we will talk soon again. I hope so. Dear listeners, thank you for listening and join me next time for a new extra episode in the Star Trek series of Arena Talks. You can listen and subscribe to Arena Talks on the YouTube channel or join the Facebook group. If you'd like to comment or talk with me about this episode, you can reach out on the Facebook group and the YouTube channel. I also like to tell you about my two other podcasts called Girls Talking Track and Orinda Books Club, Smooth Jazz, Tea and Box. Girls Talking Track. Together with my lovely co-host Amanda Hopper, we recap every two weeks an episode of Star Trek, beginning with Star Trek TNG. All the episodes will be recapped in chronically following. We will approach each episode with humor and a feminine look. Girls Talking Track is also to listen, follow and subscribe on Anchor, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts or, or on all the other podcast providers. We also have a Facebook group and a YouTube channel. Every 10th episode will be a live streaming and video recording so you can talk live with us and see our face expression of the episode we're talking about. Orange Book Club Smooth Jazz Tea and Box is a podcast that will discuss books of all genres. You can discuss this with me on the YouTube channel or on the Facebook group. There will be book readings, events with live discussions. And of course, you can also give me recommendations what I can read. My perfect picture while reading a book is in front of a fireplace with loads of tea and smooth jazz in the background. So join me, read with me, and discuss with me the books we are reading. I will see you next time.